Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Last week on Do Dragons Dream of Scott's Sheep, myself and Stigveld managed to get away from the hellish mind flayers. Unfortunately, we did lose our compatriots. But... We entered the city, the city was riotous, and unfortunately I had to tell the cat about Capri. The cat went into a fit of rage, carried myself and Stigveld to find Mr. Graves in a blood fury. I am currently nearly dying. <laughs> but what happened to our friends? <laughs> I have no idea. Let us find out. <clears throat> Welcome everyone to do Dragon's Dream of Scorch Sheep. As usual, my name is Gadget and I'll be your DM for the evening. And this week, joining us, as usual, it is Stig as Stigveld. Hello. Oodles as Treble O'Clef. Good evening. Candy Machine as Capri Smitty. Hello. And Biggie as Calbo Graham Hello. Hello to you. Yes, as, as Oodles saw, welcomely recounted. Last week, uh, chaos as the as they escaped the collapsing Church of Theltia, they encountered a riot. They saw a brand new Goliath on the scene, murdering his way through the town, and they unfortunately had to break the bad news to Proserpine that Capri had been taken by some otherworldly creature, and he didn't take it very well, shall we say? In fact, he 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 grabbed and. This small cat grabbed and marched the biggest man in the world and the smallest man in the world to a place where Treble may about to be eaten by a vampire. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure you'll be something. <laughs> not necessarily fine, but you, you never know. Anyway, we're not talking about that. It this could be worse. Because... It could be dead. Mm. That's not on me. Well, you see, speaking of which... <laughs> ah. We're going to be joining Capri and Cowboy because I'm sure in the intervening four weeks since they got taken away, you've been wondering what the hell happened to them. Eh. Eh? What the hell happened to them? <laughs> I'd like it's to a, know. It's a and, uh, at Stigveld and Treble Show now. Hell yeah. Well, we are going to find out. So. <laughs> away from Indila's Rest. Far away. Very, very far away. 
Capri and Calbor are sat in a brilliant white room. The walls are flat and entirely featureless. It's almost like a cube, if you will. The light source is indiscriminate. It doesn't see where it's coming from, but it's bright enough that no shadows are being cast. Calbo, you're both sat kind of cross-legged on the floor as you open your eyes. Um, oh, Capri, you look you look forward and see Calbo. Looks a bit translucent. Uh-oh. <laughs> Calbo. Calvo, can you hear me? Calvo! This is another fine mess we've gotten ourselves into. This was not my fault. Kinda was. What is happening? What's going on with... Can you see me? It's kinda in a roundabout sort of way. Uh... Calvo, as you look at Capri, you notice that she's... It's almost like she looks out of focus. She's translucent as well, but it's almost like there's kind of two layers of her over herself. You look, um, strange to me. You're there, but not there. You're blurry. I don't understand. Yes, you're not 100% there. Wait a minute. How did we... Where... How did we get... That little... It was treble. It's his plan the whole time. <laughs> and the demon? That was just an accident. Cheers, man. <laughs> Treble's always hated me. This is not good. I don't know. Well, what are we going to do? I, I don't understand. Am I dead? No, I'm dead. dead? <laughs> can I... Let's investigate this place. What can you feel? So both you roll an investigation check for me. I'm dead. <laughs> Got a nine. Nine. Nineteen. Ooh. Big rules for Biggie. He's back, baby. So, Yay. not fighting though. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cowboy, you see, you you stand up and you kind of pace around. The, the the sound is almost muffled in the place, like there's not really much of an echo. And you place your hands on the wall, and it feels almost ceramic. Um, but as you kind of place your hand on the wall, you notice that there is this kind of this faded black tendril coming from your wrist and going into the ground. And as you kind of move your arm around, it kind of follows you. Um, And you kind of glance over and you see Capri has one on her left hand. You have one on your right hand, she has one on her left hand. Um, You kind of swipe through it and try and grab it and your fingers just pass through it. But it's definitely there. Capri, what, what is this? Oh, you have it too, look. I can't oh, get it. Can you grab what it? What is this? No, I can't. I don't... What is it? I'm trying to... I can't, I can't do it. I can't grab it. When I see trouble I again, don't I like just... this at all. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm a bit scared. Oh. Uh, wait, I, I, yep, yep, you'll be right. <laughs> Those are some w- words of encouragement there for Give you. Give him a cuddle. <laughs> I've nearly died twice already. Maybe this is it. Oh no, I can't deal with it. <laughs> Existential crisis, the episode. Yeah. <laughs> I've just realised my uh, my hood's kind of skew whiff off my head, so I just like pull it back up and hide my horns again. The um, as you're kind of like having your existential crises, your infinite crises on existential terms. Um, there is a there is a, fla- a, a flash of bright light, like bright enough that you can't see anything. And then, as your kind of vision returns, um, there is a, there is a man in grey robes standing in the room. Um, he's tall. He's clean shaven. Probably say early thirties, thirty five, something like that. And he's got grey hair and slightly kind of tan skin. You both are very aware that his eyes are pure white. You can't see an iris or a pupil or anything like that. And he stands there, he kind of crosses his arms and goes, Well, hello there. Calvo, should we pretend to be dead? <laughs> <laughs> That's gone so well for us already. <laughs> you never learn. <laughs> I'll talk to it. Who are you? Well, I'm Zaral. I will be your... Confidant, shall we say, during the bureau- uh, during the bureaucracy. What? 
What are you talking about? I don't understand. Oh, 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 you run away. Oh, oh, okay. And he reaches into his cloak and he pulls out um, a small scroll and he hands it to you, Calbo. And you, 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 you open it up and you pull it and it says at the top, So, you've died. <laughs> a pamphlet. <laughs> Calbo wants to say. Well, uh, I was right. We're dead. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> and and and, and, and Zara looks down at you, Capri, and goes, "Well, come, come on, dear, stand up. We 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 have a lot of work to do. But yes, well, well welcome to the beginning of your afterlife." <laughs> and I kind of stand up slowly, brush myself up, and I start to look around. I'm like remember that the cat's not with me and I just feel kind of for the first time not like whole like something's definitely missing and I just became yeah. become very sort of aware excellent so Zoral is teachings warned me of this uh, Zoral is kind of like um, start, starts to kind of fuss he starts to kind of like look inside there is a kind of small pouch on, on, on his side and he kind of pulls out a quill and he goes, right, so, um, I trust you've never died before and this is all new experience to you? Uh, well. Not, not exactly. <laughs> I mean, there was this one time. Can't remember that well, but um, just, just, yes, yes. Just, let's just say yes. You're pretty close to it. Oh, There's oh, the well. Ship. Oh, frequent flyers, shall we say. Okay, well, welcome frequent to... Dyers. Frequent dyers. <laughs> He says, Have you got a reward card? <laughs> One more stamp and a free coffee. Free coffin. Free co- oh, you are. <laughs> so, um, uh, so uh, Zaral makes the, the the free coffin joke. That he's just going to steal from you, their trouble. Um, <laughs> I guess. So, so, sorry, but a bit of humour around the office usually usually helps break the ice. Most people are quite upset when they find out they've died. Let me explain what's, what what happens here. Welcome to the Euphorion. We are a place between life and death, or maybe you should say the material plane and whatever you decide to do next. This is where souls are brought to be organised. Uh, for your ongoing existence, and to work out what happens to you once you have passed from a your corporeal shell into the afterlife. Um, he walks to one of the walls. And he goes, "As let let me show you where you are." And he kind of puts his hand on it and swipes left to right. And as his hand swipes across it, it's as if he's like kind of wiping away the wall. And you see the most glorious celestial city. Huge towers that are intricate and elegant, buildings as far as the eye can see. Above you, the sky is deep black, but filled with the most brilliant star field that you've ever seen. Not one you recognize, not one that that Erethria would have shown you in the nights that you've spent traveling. Uh, The center of what you assume is a city, this could be the entire place, but it goes on for, looks like infinity, but at the center of the city, you see um, a giant tree trunk. That goes that rises above further than you can see, um, and Zaral comes up to you as, as you are both kind of wide-eyed, looking at this incredible sight, and he goes, "Yes, it's it, it, it's rather beautiful, isn't it?" What is this place, Calbo? Have you seen anything like this before? By Zenos, this place is breathtaking. Well, it's supposed to be. This is one of the largest places in all of the realms. You can see we're we're directly connected to the world tree. You know this is this is a this is a place in between planes. The world tree connects everything, from the material plane where your bodies died to the the infernal plane to the spirit plane. All of everything is connected via the world tree. Oh, can we smoke here? What about us? <laughs> there is anything that you could possibly need, and he kind of. He clicks his fingers, and in, Calibu, in your hand, Calbo appears a pipe that is overflowing with pipe weed. And he clicks his other finger, and uh, Capri in your hand appears a drink. And it's 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 a it's a clear liquid. Go on, take a taste. Um, 
Oh. And it and and it, it it tastes like the finest, the finest in Grey Bar wine. Um, but as you take a drink, the glass doesn't empty. Oh, I could get used to it here. Wait, 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 wait! Hang on. Nice. I was about to make a point. <laughs> you have a mission. But it's pretty tempting to stay here. You, person, grey thing. Z- how does time... Z- Zoral, how does time work here? In terms of our usual plane? In terms of your usual plane, time... It, time can be complicated here. If you want to connect it to different planes. You can be here for... You can be here what, what feels like days here and... It can pass in years, or it can pass in seconds on the material plane. It's all down to your perception. So, the, so, so the, the the general run of it is: some people like to spend eternity here. Sorry, excuse me. Some people like to spend. <laughs> I, I just drinking beer while podcasting is not a good idea. <laughs> I've been like this all the way through. I was like, <laughs> I know that's what I was trying to do, but I was in the middle of speaking when it came up. Anyway, um. What's uh, happened to your accent? <laughs> oh, it comes and goes. I'm, I'm not used to being in this form. You see, I'm, I'm normally kind of a wispy, gaseous thing. But you know, when you are you still come, a wispy, gaspy, to... gaseous thing now, mate? <laughs> uh, yes, time can pass relative to you. Some people decide that they want to stay here for a particularly long time, but aren't ready to move on. You see, the thing is, this area, this this entire plane of Euphorion, this is a holding place. You see, some enter- enterprising so-and-sos, many, many thousands of years ago down on the material plane, discovered the magicka of resurrection. And resurrection can occur at any point on a body as long as it hasn't been dead for more than 100 years. So this plane was created that should your body be resurrected, you can easily be reconnected to the material plane. We could go back. If someone were to resurrect you, yes. But after a hundred years and resurrection is not a possibility, then you are given the option to go wherever you please in any of the other spiritual planes. However, it turns out we were rather too kind to people and some people want to stay here for as long as eternity. So we allow time to be a little bit, shall we say, flexible here. And it's more down to the will. So we have some people here who have been here for, on the material plane, it would have been 10,000 years, but they technically died yesterday. So our bodies, where are they now? Or is this, is, surely these aren't our bodies, I can see through myself. Well, 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 we, all, in, all in due time, we have, you see we have, and he, he suddenly gets very excited, like Oropan and Stigveld level excited. And he goes, <laughs> we have a lot of paperwork to do, dear. So, oh. Yeah. Um, is, is this hell? <laughs> no, 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 no. If you want to visit the infernal realm, we can send you there on a de- on, on a field. No, trip. no, 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 no. That's quite all right. Thank you. I, 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 I can't speak okay. infernal though. So, well, yes, I, I hear there's some tannerucks there that are really fun to play with. Ooh, let's see here. <laughs> so he he he, he turns around uh, and he walks to the other side of the room, away from the window, and then he turns back to look at you and he clicks his fingers, and two chairs appear in front of you. They're perfectly white like the rest of the room. He clicks his finger again, a chair appears behind him, and then one more click and a desk, the, the, the floor kind of like melts up into the shape of a desk. And he sits down, he clicks his fingers, and the uh, an ink pot appears and he puts the quill into it. And he clicks his fingers again and two very large books appear right in front of him. And he clicks his finger one more time and there is a, there is a, a small kind of artistic drawing of a, of, of, a, of a dragon holding onto a washing line with Hang In There Baby written on it. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, please, sit. Oh, God. <laughs> sit down, I ain't signing nothing. <laughs> I ain't signing nothing. <laughs> it's okay, there is nothing for you to sign. This is merely an information collection exercise. <laughs> You're getting How long have you been here? Well, you see, time doesn't really apply to the people who work here. Um, I was kind of, I assume I've been here since the beginning, but it's not something that we're asked to think about too much, so I think do not think about it. It, it makes sense. 
<laughs> anyway, yes, there is there is some work to be done before we connect you to an, an afterlife of your choosing, or depending on the th things that you've done in life, an afterlife that we choose for you. Don't worry, that, that one's not particularly common. It's just those of rather evil dispositions, we tend to decide for them. Kind of don't want to reward those who've had an evil life with a very good afterlife, you know? Well, you don't need to worry about us. Now, this uh, this resurrection thing you uh, mentioned earlier, is there anything we can do to help that process along, perhaps? Maybe not spend too much time Can we time contact our, our allies? Can we appear at them when they're is making pottery phone, stuff? Face, FaceTime, Zoom... <laughs> well, uh, well, I mean, once once we get through the initial paperwork, you can, you you can you can re request a haunting. That's the, that's a common one. Some people, some people who have died suddenly like to be able to sort of go back and you know tell their loved ones that they're in a happier place and all that kind of thing. It, it's something we can facilitate. Um, and and I must say, the paperwork to get one of those going. Oh my god, it's one of my favorites. That sounds pretty good, Calbo. Because I'm going to haunt that little shit so hard. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm getting hard thinking about it. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> Come and haunt me, baby. <laughs> so, for, so, for, so first of all, we need... We, I, I, I need to file the paperwork to file the correct to to receive the correct paperwork to get your everything processed. So he pulls one of the books in front of him, and it's 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 like a thousand pages deep. And he goes, "Not don't worry, you don't have to do much of this one. We just need to get some details right, then I can fill in the rest, and then we can get the afterlife paperwork going." So the first. Hang one, on a second. How long is this going to take exactly? It will take as long as it takes. Like I say, time is flexible. Technically, time is paused right now for your bodies. Because we, because depending what happens to your bodies in the material plane can also affect. Sorry, the oh, sorry, there was a motorbike going past. He's <laughs> um, <laughs> off to hell. Is that my house? <laughs> no, it's Biggie's. <laughs> oh, does he live on M sixty two? Might as well do. Uh, yeah. Um, where was I? Yeah. So yes, some. Sometimes if there is a, sort of corpse desecration things, sometimes that can affect the applications. Don't worry. As far as your bodies are concerned, time is paused. It's as if you've effectively just died right now. Mm, feels like it. I'm so confused. Right. Don't, don't, uh, don't worry, young dragon, sir. Everything will be sorted. Anyway. So he pulls one of the books in front of him, and this one has Calbo Graham Erkin written on it. It goes, so which one of you is Calbo? Uh, that, that's me. Okay, excellent, excellent. Thank you. And he kind of boom, bangs open the open the book in the middle, and you kind of you peer over the top, and you can see that not only is this book like enormously thick, but the handwriting in it is tiny. There is so much detailed information in this. Um, and he and he kind of like crosses his arms and goes, "So, just need to ask you a few questions, just to make sure that the 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 automatically kind of magically generated records are correct." Okay. So, first of all, can I ask you, Mr. Grey Merkin, if you don't mind, how did you die? Uh, well, uh, we were in the middle of a glorious battle. I was fantastic. And uh, things started to go a bit wrong, and uh, I got taken out by this mind flayer thing. And, uh, yes, here I am. And then a tentacle came out and took me in here. And he's, he's he's kind of like he's looking over the text and he goes mind flare yes that's correct um, tentacle yes I can see that it doesn't mention anything about brilliance but I'll assume that's just artistic license it's fine <laughs> that doesn't affect the application you should have um, seen me <laughs> I mean we, we we can review the end of your life if you want if that would help Okay. Let's carry on. You're he fine. He kind of cl clicks his fingers, and this kind of like no need, no need, no need. Vis vision appears of Calbu kind of throwing a boomerang and it missing. No, it hit something out of shot. You can't see. It. This is your life. And he goes, <laughs> I'm, "I'm sure you are marvelous." He clicks his fingers again, and the vision disappears. Yes. Uh, he says, "Okay, so the next question. Um, to the best of your knowledge, did you live a good life? All things considered." Um, from a certain point of view, 
So from I a certain point of view. About this. I tried my best. Well, what, what what it's ultimately asking is, were you good or were you evil? Did you deliberately good. cause harm when without provocation? Well, I lost my way for a bit. Um, hence why I took this path. But I have sworn sworn for myself to help my friends and help my friend Stigveld get back to High Dawn. And, and I have covered the, Yes, I have also, <laughs> thank you, whoever you are. Twelve, twelve um, step program. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, stopped drinking. I, I do smoke a little still, but Oh, uh, it's fine. I, I believe I've actually, made actually, some on, better he clicks, choices. He, he clicks his fingers and, and 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 your pipe kind of refills again. Oh, thanks. And he says, Do "Okay, okay. Uh, what are biscuits? Uh, Oaty, crumbly things. This you have different flavors. Very nice. I, I, I have no idea what that is. I'm, I'm very sorry. Food, the food is, is not the a thing here. Digestive. Did you just say food is not a thing here? No, it, it, you see, when you're a spirit, you tend not to need food. Alcohol, alcohol, and drugs—they are a thing. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but food, food, <laughs> food—we don't, we don't really kind of. We don't fuck with it. It's 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 not really our vibe. <laughs> if you excuse my, if you if, if you excuse my Welbeckian language. Monsieur. <laughs> um. Uh, he, he then carries it. So okay. I would. The book says, on balance, you lived a good life. So, possibly say that's probably the right answer. Um, I have guilt this, and shame, but that's for me. Well, you with. see, that leads on to the next one, Mister Grey Merkin, which would be: um, Do you have any regrets? <laughs> do you have any that were unresolved? <laughs> well, there was this mermaid, but um, other than that. <laughs> Uh, the DM has some regrets, yes. <laughs> a great DM in the sky. Um, well, it, it must be in the book, but if not, I um, I was in the, a forest and I was practicing my kata for my martial arts. I smoked too much. I smoked some weed. I shouldn't have done it. I lost control. And I ended up killing two members of a rival clan whilst out training. Uh, they started on me, but I saw the rage. I lost control. Uh, I had to. I had to leave. I, I couldn't I had hold my head up anymore. I was such ashamed of what I did. So I left my clan. And I have been wandering ever since, trying to find meaning to my life and to do something different to make a difference. <laughs> he, 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 he looks down at the book and he goes yes yes words to that effect are written here yes it, it does mention this incident that you had with the rival clan and yes I'm, I'm deeply sorry that you had to go through that Mr. Grey Merkin um, aside from it's the last time I fought well <laughs> 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 with honor it, it doesn't make any mention of that I must say but you know <laughs> as as one is, as one is, as one is, one is. Um, do you, do you have any unfinished business on Erethria? I, I need, I need to get, I would need to get back. I need to go and help my friends. They are in danger. I need to go back. I need to, to do things. I don't want to die this early. There's more in my life. I, I want to do more. Right. Excellent. Yes. I. I, I he just ticks a box that clearly just says yes or no. Um, says, okay, I, love, I love this bureaucratic system. <laughs> okay, tick and the he, box. Uh, yeah. And he, uh, he says, okay, okay, this is the last one for now, Mr. Grey Merkin. Um, once, once we have this answer, I can finish the rest of the paperwork. And he kind of like runs his thumb along the, the rest of the book. And he goes, oh, as if <laughs> very much looking forward to this amount of paperwork. And he, and he says to you, looks you straight in the eye with his blank white eyes, says, if you could do it all over again, what would you do differently? I'd not die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not um, wrong. You know, I expected that answer from you, and it was still funny. <laughs> I I would clearly not do what I did in that forest. I, I live with that 
that incident every day. Every morning, every afternoon, evening, I think it's all I have flashbacks of that event. I will never get over it. But I have to help my friends. I want to go back. I don't want to die. Don't let me die. And he, 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 makes, he, makes, he makes a scribble in the book and he closes it and he just leans forward to you, Calbo. And he says, I appreciate that you feel guilty about what happened in that forest. But have you considered that what happened there put you on the path to something better and to something greater? That sometimes that we need to encounter adversity to encounter glory. Hmm. It's possible. I haven't thought looked at it that way. I would try to put it out of your mind for now, Mr. Grey Merkin. Like I say, you're going to be very comfortable here for as long as you need to be. Um but there is much to process first. So Thank you, kind of I think. Pushes the book to the side, goes you're very welcome. And he clicks his fingers because you've already smoked your weed and he just refills your weed. And he pulls the other book in front of him. And he looks at you, Capri, as you're kind of like down in your infinite glass. <laughs> and he goes, So that must make you Cassandra Smith. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yes, potentially. There's a bit of, bit of a story behind that, but yes. But I assume there is something that has happened to you because I'm seeing two versions of you right now. And he kind of, he clicks his fingers again and the two, the kind of the outer focusness kind of shifts out and you can see the, see the blonde human girl that you saw in the memory back when you escaped from Minerva. And every movement that you make, she is a mirror image of, effectively. And then he clicks his finger and you kind of shift back together again. And I just kind of look at my wine glass like, what am I drinking? <laughs> and he uh, he says, no, no, you're not drinking. It's not your drinking, darling. It is it is clearly that you are. You have clearly had a second soul. This is interesting. Not count- encountered this before. And he, um, and he clicks his fingers again and kind of like, think, 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 like about five other people come in and goes, I hope you don't mind my, my students in, just bear witness to this. This is such an unusual case. They've not seen anything like this before. Oh, that reminds we me s- of my last smear test. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! No! I'm so sorry! No! 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 You are a bad person, Candy. You're a very bad person. No! Oh, I've made myself blush. I'm so no sorry. No way! Continue, please. That's the worst thing in, in two years that has ever been recorded on any of our podcasts. This was not the vision I had intended. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Right. Oh. Oh, please continue. So Leave he remains story faced through that. He doesn't react to it, whatever. And um, then all five, all five students, they are almost like blank avatars. Like they don't really have any kind of individual features. They just look like generic person number one, repeated five times. They all in sync, pull out a scroll and start writing. I just pull my hood a bit further down my face, kind of hiding. And yeah, and so he says. So the the book says Cassandra Smith, but do you go by another name? Is which is which is the right name for you? I go by another name. Yes, I haven't used Cassandra Smith in I don't know when since. Okay, and what is the name? And he kind of opens to the first page, and kind of hangs hangs the um the the. Uh, the quill underneath, he kind of crosses out Cassandra Smith. He says, what, what, what is the name that you go by? Mm, I've been going by many names recently. Does it not say in your book? You seem to have a thorough knowledge of Calbo. No, I... Every, and he kind of flicks all the way through the book. Remember Short Circuit, how Johnny Five reads? Yeah. <laughs> reads like that. Don't and do an goes, impression. And he goes, no, I'm not going to do an impression. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he goes through and he says, so this this book tells of the life of Cassandra Smith, a young woman who worked for a organization based out of Welbeck, who worked in sciences. She had no direct family of her own, but she lived with her brother and her niece. Um, it tells of her being excellent with potions 
It tells of her being an excellent ranger with a bow. And it tells of the unfortunate passing of, of Miss Cassandra Smith at the hands of a great, great evil. But ultimately, it tells the story of a rather pure, chaste, and loving woman who was ultimately betrayed by people she trusted. And the tragedy of what happened to her family. Is this accurate or is it not? Uh, I believe that to be accurate, but to be quite honest, I don't know what memories I can trust and what I can't. And I've, I've suddenly kind of changed tone. I've gone from kind of jovial to actually a bit sombre. Okay, well, I, I tell you what. So we have the opportunity to set the record straight here. So I will ask you some questions, much as I did with Mr. Grey Merkin there. And you tell me the answers to the best of your knowledge. And if there are any differences, we'll reconcile them, shall we say. Mm. So he kind of flicks through it. So it was, we'll start with an easy one. To the best of your knowledge, how did you die? I believe I may have been poisoned. Um, I woke up, I had the taste of poison on my lips, but I don't remember anything leading up to this. No, no, I mean, how did you die to end up here? Ah, see, now that is the funny one. The irony being, I was pretending to have died. Uh, uh, oh, that's... <laughs> in. You, you're clearly very good at pretending, then. Yes, thank you, thank you, I thought so, yes. <laughs> he starts kind of furiously making notes. So I thought it was excellent. So, and you see kind of crossing out a, a paragraph above, and, and but before he does that, he kind of reads to me and goes, yes, it does it, it does mention a poisoning. It also mentions a, oh, oh dear, it, 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 it mentions a fireball and a, a valiant attempt at saving a life. I'm assuming this is how Cassandra died. I have seen flashes. Again, I don't know. I've seen a house in flames. I've felt sadness. Excellent. He says, kind of curiously writing. Um, he goes, okay, so the next question. So to the best of your knowledge, as this being that you are now, not Cassandra, do you believe you lived a good life? I believe I have tried my best to forget and also to remember by drowning my sorrows, trying to forget that I don't know who I am, but trying to remember who I actually am. Are you holding back from Zoral here? No. No. Okay. I was just going to ask if, if, if you need to roll a persuasion roll there. No, that's, that's genuine. Okay, so, so Zoral kind of writes that down. And he goes, um, okay, well, I mean, on balance, it's not a bad life. Um, would you like to know how Cassand how the how the hit the records consider Cassandra's life? Yes, please. It says one word. Angel. Whoa. I knew it. Um He then asks, um, he says, curious, this one doesn't have a, a, an entry, so I assume I must assume that Cassandra was a very fulfilled person, but do you have any unfinished business on Erethria? Yes, I believe I do. Excellent. And he ticks the yes box, and he says, curious, there is one other thing on here that I didn't expect. Um, the information indicates that you may have relatives in Euphorion somewhere. Now, this is an infinite space of infinite possibilities. Housing is not a problem, but would you like to be housed with them? <laughs> no housing crisis. In <laughs> it's, a, it's a make-believe plane that can go as Absolutely. far as wide as it wants. <laughs> Absolutely. Could you just tell me their address? Yes, that, that 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 is possible. Any um, you got a sat nav, fifty two Angel Drive. <laughs> Don't need one. He, I have a very good sense of direction. He clicks. He clicks his fingers, and a and a piece of paper appears in your hand. The the text Cowboy looks over, and the text looks like gobbledygook. But well, Capri can read it. 
That looks like gobbledygook. <laughs> I can read it. There we go. See? Proof, listener. Proof, listener, that they can do that. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he asks you the, the, the final questions. So, um, miss, if you could do it all over again, what would you do differently? Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. I am a coward and I run away from fights and I drink my way through difficult situations. And I'd do that differently. As in, run faster or drink more, or would you be brave? <laughs> I'd be brave. I'd be brave. <laughs> that is commendable. It's something to something to aspire to. He says, and he kind of closes the book, and then he he kind of pull he kind of clicks his fingers. They disappear, and he clicks his fingers again, and a, a scroll appears this time. He goes, okay, so this is just a logistical thing. And looks, and goes. Hmm, interesting. Do you know, because it isn't listed here, and it normally is, do you know where we might find your corpses? Uh, potentially at the bottom of a lake in Indilo's Rest. Indilo's Rest, you say? Hmm. That is even curiouser, and he kind of turns around and says... It, it, you see his lips moving, but there's no sound comes out of it as he kind of talks with his students behind him, and he turns around and goes, Okay, this is unusual, and I'm very glad my students are here to witness this one, because they're going All to learn some lessons. All of this is unusual. <laughs> well, you've clearly never died before. Honestly, this is, this is such, this is such a, re- a regular place, it's, it's, it's unreal. And he... Um, Clicks his fingers and a small crystal orb appears in his hand. Um, and he holds it forward and says, Mr. Grey Merkin, would you just please place your hand on this? Don't worry, no harm will come to you. It's just You're we, need, dead. we need to make we need to make a connection back to the material plane to check something. I put my hand out to touch the lube. And as you uh, as you do that, you hear a <laughs> 
and he is your heartbeat. Hmm. And he kind of pulls it away and, hand, and puts it in front of you, Capri. He goes, Miss, would you do the same? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I tentatively reach forward. And again, a heartbeat is heard. And he, he's, he's now starting to look very, very concerned. He goes, okay. And he, for the first time he notices, would you lift your arms up, please? Uh, I guess. How well are you going to do it? Is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> As you both lift lift your arms up, he sees, and oh, you have tethers. Oh, oh, oh this is unfortunate. Um, this wait, so, this, you haven't done this. This is something else. No, right. Um, and he turns around, and goes, "Be gone, students!" And they all kind of kind of shift out the way. And he puts his hand on the wall and wipes over again. And you see um, a vision of a of a cave, and the kind of the view kind of moves down. Uh, and you see kind of on, on a wet slab um, your bodies lie perfectly still and the view kind of moves close to them and it's breathing. You can see the chests moving up and down. It goes, oh no, this is what I was afraid of. So. You're afraid? We don't uh, understand what is happening. And he turns around and he says, well, good news and bad news. Good news is you're not dead. Yes. Bad news is you've been ejected from your bodies, shall we say, your souls anyway. And the slightly more bad news is that whatever ejected you, and he points at the tether coming off your wrist, Capri, is holding on to you. Oh, shit. Oh, so this is difficult, you see. When... Souls come to the Euphorion, they are here for... Well, they are here because they are dead. And we cannot allow souls to mix together who are not of this plane or not supposed to be at this plane yet. You see, until your heartbeat stops, you have a connection to the material plane. But worse, you have this tether which is holding you to the whatever creature separated you from your bodies. Have you heard of the concept of a soul reaver before? Mm, the details are rusty. But wait, you're <laughs> telling me I'm here, and you're telling me my family are here, and I can't go and see them. I'm afraid so. Well, at least right now, until we sort this out. Thankfully, thankfully, there is a lot of paperwork involved that could involve that, that could facilitate that, even if it's just sort of what you would call remotely. We could kind of Sounds zoom like their appearance die. over to you from a distance. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Can I speak to your supervisor? I don't understand why we're... Te- why can't we get rid of this? Because whatever is holding on to you is holding on to you. You see, we, we did You're not doing put the all this other stuff. You. Why can't you get rid of this? Because everything do that I do up here... Thing. And he, he, he starts to get a little bit irritated with you, cowboys. Everything that I can do here is powers granted to me by the power of the world tree. Okay? The tether that is connected to you did not come from this plane. It did not come from the world tree. It came from an, I assume, some extra-dimensional creature which has this power to cross between the planes. So, whatever has caused this to happen to you needs to be dealt with. Let's do now, it. That, the, the, the problem is the tether means whatever did this can retrieve you. They can pull you out of this realm. So if it if it is, for instance, a creature that feeds on souls, it can pull you out to finally eat you, should it decide that. Okay. If it is a if it is a creature that or a being that uses souls for energy, it can do that. It means you are not permanently tied to here. But if we let you out into the Euphorion properly, you become a risk to other souls because that tether works in both directions. The creature can climb that tether to reach you. And the last thing that we want is a soul reaver in an infinite space with infinite souls. Don't you understand that? Duh. <laughs> not going to lie, I'm pretty disappointed with this afterlife so far. You're not even dead. 
Exactly. You're not even dead, and that is the main thing. You are not due for the afterlife yet. Something has something has separated you from your body, and put you here. Is this getting in? Do I I need? Do I need? And he kind of clicks his fingers, and suddenly you're sober. I love how he's arguing with potentially the most powerful being he's ever been in front of in his life. (laughs) Just (laughs) arguing with it. I'm the not worst happy with fighter. this service so far. Because <laughs> he seems so mundane, that's why. He's just not a threat. <laughs> huh. I yeah, imagine he, he is. <laughs> he cl- Capri, he make sure you make, take his name down. <laughs> he clicks his fingers, Calbo. Calbo's such a Karen. <laughs> <laughs> he clicks his fingers, Calbo, and instantly you are sober. Everything that happens here that I can do is, gra- is power granted to me by this realm. The tether on your wrist is from a different realm. I have no control over it. I cannot cut it off. I cannot stop its function. This is the way the multiverse works. I need you to understand that. I understand, but what can we do about it? I do not know. That is not my department. However, I can send you to the department that can help with this. You're going to be on hold for 10,000 years. (laughs) (laughs) The girl from Impanema playing. Yeah. I've seen Beetlejuice, I know how this works yeah. <laughs> Civil servant So, I have a lot of paperwork to file More than I expected, which, thank you for that Incidentally <laughs> I, I, I live to fill in forms However, we need to place you into a, Into a sort of holding area within a holding area Where you are safe from the rest Of the Euphorion uh, And b- before before He kind of listens for a response on that He clicks both of his fingers And the two of you are falling you're falling ah. through darkness to space. Uh, there are colours flashing past you faster than you can imagine. And all, all of a sudden, without a thud, without any pain or anything like that, you're sitting on two seats in another white room. And this falling one is... for 30 minutes! <laughs> that was a rush. <laughs> you, um, you're in another white room. This one's a little bit bigger than, it, than the one you've previously been in. There are kind of a smattering of, of white chairs around, and you see a female figure kind of looking away from you at the end of at the end of the room. Well, it's another fine mess, Calbo. <sighs> you go and talk to this one. I'm just We're saying. Not in the mood. When when they inevitably make the film of this podcast, this is going to be the weird scene, isn't it? All this. Oh, this is going to be the weird bit. <laughs> Wait for the well, musical number. <clears throat> yeah. I'm 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 building this up to be the Thor Ragnarok of do, do Dragon Stream a Scorch Sheep. <laughs> yeah. In the, the Scorch Sheep universe. Yeah. There'll be Stigveld in a fighting arena and everything, doesn't remember anybody, you know, all that I kind of thing. I know him. He's a friend from work. All that kind of thing, yeah. So um so uh yes, what what are you going to do now that you're in this room? So Calbo, we could potentially arrange it haunting. It can be done. My issue is, I can die and meet my family, or I can try and live and save, help save my friends. I don't know. I'm still trying to process all of this. Perhaps my family here are at peace. They've chosen to stay here. I know they're safe if we don't let that thing come up here. How did they die? Maybe they shouldn't be have been here. I can probably find that out on our usual plane. Wait, I've forgotten the name of our plane, that's why I keep calling it that, I'm very sorry. The material plane. The material plane, the material plane. And you're a material girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that there? Should we go and talk? You talk to her. <sighs> okay. Why do I always have to do it? Never mind. Anyway, I'm drunk, let's go. I talked to the last one. I so did I. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll do this one, but you're doing the next one. Ask to speak to the manager. <laughs> no, I'm not a Karen, I'm a Capri. <laughs> We're not leaving till we speak to the manager. <laughs> My husband's in the police. <laughs> I've had it up to here. <laughs> so Capri, you walk up to you walk up to this woman. She's much taller than you. Um, she's quite muscularly built. Uh, you tap her on the shoulder and she turns around and you see the blonde hair and kind of hardened but softish features of Millicent. Oh. Yes. Yes. Oh, you finally arrived. Hello. 
hello. Uh, Capri, she... be careful. Yes, I'm going to say nothing. Uh, I hear you. I hear you work here. Is that correct? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm kind of. And she raises her hand up, and there's the string coming off her wrist as well. Ah, uh, you're I'm, in the same situation as us. Yes, yes. Since since I pulled the card, my 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 body is still alive on the material plane, and I, I I've been here. I've I've been working with my soul case worker Anita. She's lovely. You should meet her <laughs> um, to find out what's happening with it and to see if there's. <laughs> I can't do it. So it's surreal. a bureaucracy. <laughs> this is my favourite episode so far. <laughs> I, I've been working with Anita to try and find out what's happened to my body. <laughs> Tell is me, what's Anita, the is that what you're finding funny? Is it? Yeah, just Anita from HR. <laughs> yes. Uh, have you no, ever my HR at work is called Anita. <laughs> <laughs> They're making you play this for. Uh, have you ever seen R.I.P.D.? Which is kind of like this. That's yes, this, this is, this exactly is what, what I'm ripping off. Reminding me of right now. In the good place. Yeah. Yes, this in the good place is exactly what I'm ripping off. Um. Right, M- Millicent, Maleficent, Millicent, Millicent. Star. Who, who are you? you sound who like you? treble. <laughs> speaking of, uh, yes, speaking of that one, who were you with when you got taken to the other plane? Oh shit. So, what's um, your last memory? So my my last memory on the material realm was. Um, a rather unfortunate incident with a dragon. Um, we and the, when we were in uh, Sidro Goodson's kind of his archive, and <laughs> I, 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 I remember casting um, magical weapon, and, <laughs> and 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 the small one, the, the little one that you were hanging around with. He, he, yes, and and then the big one. They both shouted, "Dildo." And as I was casting the spell, the small one wasn't there. No, the small one. No, you're right. The small one wasn't there. The small one comes into the story later on. It, it was, was the big me. one. It was the big one. Uh, Skip to the small one. The small one had coronavirus. <laughs> so yeah. So so, so, so better I, I, right now. <laughs> so I, I remember. I remember that the, the, the dragon was destroyed, and we went back upstairs, and we found the deck of many things. And then I pulled the card I need to restore my family, but it wasn't the card I need because the deck of many things and the gods have forsaken me. And um, then I woke up here and I dealt with a, 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 a strange man called Zarel. Um, and then I've been down here since. And when I've been working with Anita, she's been kind of showing me what happened and what happened to my body. There was a small man who was charged with me, with keeping me alive. And did he sell me or give me away or something like that? Or I, I, I remember, I remember you. I remember you, uh, your dragon friend over there. Oh, hi! And she waves at you, Calvo. Hello. Yes, he's dead too. I'm afraid. Yes, and 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 and, and the large fella. I remember you. I'm all, loving it. You were all very kind. To me. <laughs> Settle down, Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> I remember the three of you were, were very caring and and, and 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 looking over kind of what happened. After my soul came here, you know, you, you were all very keen on making sure that I didn't die, and I very much appreciate that. The little one, however, I would like to meet my mace. Yes, I think <laughs> we're in agreement there. Yes. I think he's yes, that affected a lot of people. Yes, I think he's responsible for a lot of this. You see, you see, you see, the, the, the little one handed me off to a, a a a someone who worked for the church. He handed me off to someone else who, let, let, let's just say he used me for a display of sorts, and then I was sold again, and several more times some despicable things happened to me, and all of a sudden I appeared in this kind of mountain town in the desert, where I was presented to a priest who put me in the water, and I've since seen that this enormous creature who goes by the name of Kirelth is using me as its avatar. So... I'm not best pleased with the little one, so <laughs> if there is ever any moment where I can kind of come back to my body and return to the material plane, I will be ending him. Yes, I think I uh, may be with you there. He's certainly got some explaining to do, seeing as he's got both of our deaths in common. Yes. Well, you see, I would... I would very much like to... I. I'm 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 a woman of God. I'm a woman of 
faith and respect and restraint, but I would like to stove his fucking face in. Yes, yes. Cabo, Cabo. Yes. We're killing Treble. Well, okay. maybe just a slight maiming. It's more <laughs> maiming, slight. all right? Maim away. Sweet. Uh, so, what do you know of this place? Have you gotten any closer to escaping? It, it, it's not so much of a matter of escaping. So, we are free to leave whenever we want, but we need the mechanism to return to our bodies. Yes, so, because Kirelth is currently kind of... I don't want to say abusing, but he's effectively using my body for his own needs. I can't re-enter it. Also, if I re-enter, I would instantly drown because he exists underwater. Yes, that seems a bit so, of a problem. The the way for me to return to my body is for my body to come back up to dry land, effectively, and to be in a safe place, and for this tether to be removed. Now... The, the tether being removed would be Kirelth being killed. Because right. since Kirelth got a hold of my body, this tether has appeared. Okay. So, but as long as, long as, my, as long as my heart is beating, which Kirelth, because I, I, I have seen how it works, and Anita has tried to explain it to me, but it is difficult to explain how, unless you are a apothecary. But essentially, the that is attached to the back of my neck is keeping me alive. It means I don't have to breathe air, effectively. Once Kirolth is dead, my body needs to be returned to the surface, and then I shall be able to return to it because you are here, and you know my soul, and you know my body, and you can be my conduit down to the material plane. And conversely, once that happens, I can be your conduit down there because you have a connection to me. Does that make sense? Ah, uh, yes. I'm, th that wine is quite strong, but yes, I believe so. Um, right from the beginning. <laughs> Explain it back to her. <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen back to the podcast. <laughs> Instead, so everything that we talk about here is recorded and released in a podcast daily. <laughs> what is podcast? Uh, so let's just say it re re uh, relayed that all to Carbo. Yeah. And so he didn't get it either. <laughs> <laughs> so Carbo... How about that haunting? I think perhaps if we use the haunting to get the message to our friends. Yes. Perhaps we can somehow maybe have some fun, spook them and tell them what needs oh, to be I, done. I like that. A revenge spook. You know, Treble's never done anything wrong to Galbo. <laughs> uh, he tried to cut <laughs> the rope to... To drop me off yeah, the ship the was, first time round. I thought we were in the holodeck. <laughs> so, um, so Millicent comes up as, as you're kind of plotting this one. Well, if if we if we if we need a further connection to the small one, there is someone else here who I believe can help with this one. And you hear you hear from behind you. All right, loves. Oh, it's been a while. <laughs> Yes. As Quattro Clef in spirit form walks up to you, uh. and so ends episode twenty-five of yes. the Dragon's Dream. <laughs> you, <bastard. laughs> you bastard! You bastard! You bastard! Yes, I hope you all enjoyed this one. I know the last two episodes have been a little bit shorter and they've been very drama heavy. Don't worry, we'll get to some combat soon. But thank you all for listening. Make sure to hop over to modern uh, patreon.com forward slash modern escapism. Get in on the score sheet tier to five or a month. You get ad free early access to every episode. You get all the gubbins, you get the artwork from Candy, you get everything from uh, Treble, from Treble, from Oodles, from the music side of it. You get all of my character sheets. It's a beautiful, beautiful experience. Uh, or if you want to support Modern Escapism as well, get in at the Biggie Bundle for £7.50 a month. Stig, what happens when you when you pledge? What, what's added to it? You get um, all Modern Escapism things, including all the specials, extended editions of weekly episodes, and... Yeah, so once a month we put out a special and we tend to do more specials. We just done a Moon Knight one for all the spoilers. We've got, uh, well, we'll have had the two Faf, two Curiouses back. Yeah. And um, actually, by the time this comes out, the next Marvel TV show will probably be starting, so that'll be up and running <laughs> no as well. No rest for the 
Excellent, excellent. So, uh, and also all, all prices are subject to VAT on top of that. Uh, go over to modernescapism.co.uk for the website, for the Discord, for the merch store. Candy's got some brilliant uh, Do Dragon Stream score cheap merch up there. We need some Hello, more meme merch. Definitely need some more meme merch on there. Um, <laughs> and yeah, follow us on Twitter at Scorecheap. Just d- give us all the love. Uh, make sure you leave a five-star review on anywhere that you get podcasts because it really helps us out, helps us get seen, and it you know helps us bring you more of this good, good multiverse-bending shit. Uh, next episode comes out on Wednesday the 15th of June for all you lovely patrons. And for any year. I know. Miles away. <laughs> And for anybody else, uh, for everyone else, it comes out on Friday the 17th of June. And it's, imp- it's important that you're there for this one, because those that episode is going to be the one-year anniversary of Scorchy. So we may do an extra special Super Duper episode, or we may put that out as a bonus. You never know. But yes, come, oh, yes, come back in the middle of June for our, our birthday special. For now... Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Ciao. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.